Hey there, horror movie tea sippers. The following podcast episode will contain spoilers for the movie we are about to review. If you have not seen the movie and do not wish to have anything ruined prematurely, please do not continue to watch or listen until you have seen the movie. And welcome to the Horror Movie Tea Podcast. Today we are covering Predator, specifically the one from 1987, because there are the original. Yes, the original, because there are quite a few of those movies. But before we go into the review, let's grab our cups and talk about tea. So I did something a little special. I am drinking the Plum Deluxe Tea Break White Tea. It's got a white tea, orange peel, tangerine essence, honeydew melon essence, and uh, and then as a little side thing... As a little experiment, I decided to add cinnamon creamed honey. Uh, it's just something that I got for for Christmas, but I've only used it one other time. I'm like, you know what? I need to start using this because it's been almost a year in my pantry. <laughs> but yeah, what are you drinking? <laughs> I went with Yogi's Organic Raspberry Leaf Tea, Ooh. which just has organic raspberry leaves in it. And I did add a little bit of sugar. <laughs> nice. Nice. But uh, thank you, Plum Deluxe, for allowing us to continue to do what we love. And for our lovely tea sippers out there, brew yourself a cup of tea, sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy the review. So for the summary of Predator, the a team of military or commandos uh, are on a mission in Central America in the jungle. And uh, I forgot exactly what the operation was. It's been a week. But um, but anyways, they're in the jungle. And they, get, they find out that they're being hunted by an extraterrestrial warrior. And yeah, that, that's, that's it. <laughs> Would you... So, this comes with a little bit of backstory, guys. I had found out when we were trying to figure out which movie to watch that she had never seen Predator. Ever. Had never seen any of them. Ever. And I just had to correct the situation. <laughs> I grew up with it, but it was a travesty that she had never seen this. <laughs> <sighs> and I wasn't going to abide it any longer. <laughs> So I made her watch it. There are more alien movies than there are predator movies. For sure. She didn't grow up with those either. We'll get to that later. But we had to at least correct this situation. Oh my god. Now you make it. Okay. <laughs> but for <laughs> for entertainment, my I am kind of I forgot to write notes and we had to hurry up and record so I am doing this on the fly so sorry if this is a little bit more jumbled than it normally is which isn't saying much because we're normally pretty jumbled <laughs> but like first impressions of this like it's a pretty good movie like uh, it's uh it's interesting um you're you want to figure out like what the what the creature is what it looks like the effects 
Well, specifically the the camo it is a little bit dated at this point. But besides that, like the Goron stuff is still like pretty pretty relevant to d- today as far as like movie effects goes. It's nothing too old. Um, yeah. I mean, to be fair, it's like it was in 87, so it's not like it's that old of a movie. Yeah. But I feel like apart from the camo, it ages fairly well. Yeah. But maybe the the weapons are a little bit like the the alien weapons, I should say, are a little bit dated. The effects for them yeah. are a little bit, yeah. Yeah, but it's like, I definitely would want to watch this movie again. It's not, unfortunately, it's not going to be a go-to for me. But I did really enjoy it. So I would probably give it a 7.25. It, it's like, it's just, you're very base of the line. Like, if you want a good action movie, then... You know, this is definitely one on your roster. Uh, And it does have some really good horror elements. I think the fact that the alien's in camo and it's like, it's hard to, it's like, where is he? And it kind of has that added suspense to it. So I definitely think maybe not as much as Alien does, but it does have some level of uh, horror elements to it. But yeah, it's like, I, there were... The, the characters were kind of your cookie cutter military characters. There weren't there, the, but the characters still stuck out from one another. You could still easily remember who is who. So it's not like the characters were bland. It's just, you've seen those types of characters in a lot of those, in a lot of like military, like action action movies but that's not necessarily a bad thing it's just um just how it is but at least you can tell them apart though and that's the most important thing because we all know that a movie is not that enjoyable when you can't tell who is who and you're just like just kill them all because i don't care (laughs) well and that is the weird thing about this one like the characters are kind of fun and all but they do still kill them all (laughs) fairly quickly yeah like there wasn't anyone that i was like upset that died yeah but you're just kind of like oh like i kind of like their personality yeah. and all oh, like they that's had a bummer go- yeah i was kind of hoping he'd make it out yeah it's like they're bummer <laughs> moments but they're not like yeah. rip your heart out tragedy <laughs> yeah but you're also like you don't root for any one particular person to die either usually yeah. in horror movies especially lately you and I at least have one person in that movie that we're like, please die first. Yeah, like, this is just like the perfect balance of characters Mm -hmm. where, like, as you said, there's not a particular person that you really hate. Like, all of them are fairly likable, and they give them enough personality. Like, the the one that had the, the best friend that died and actually showing him have remorse and, or have, be, like, sad about it. Yeah. Um... And there's something else that it's like you said something. I'm like, oh man, th- that brings up a point, and then it <laughs> brain fart. But must not have been that important, as we say. <laughs> You'll remember it later. Yeah, maybe <laughs> we'll see uh, after the recording. <laughs> oh man, I'll just like in post data be like, oh, this is what I forgot, by the way. <laughs> but yeah, I the I did appreciate that they didn't give uh, any character that were that we hated 
Because I feel like a lot of these types of movies give you at least one character. Oh, yeah. That you're like, they are an asshole. And of course, they don't kill them off until like the very end. Of course. So at least this one was not like that. Yeah. But overall, I felt like it was a pretty engaging movie. A lot of other movies that are very similar to this are tend to be snooze fest for me. So I was very pleasantly surprised that I was actually engaged and like wanting to know what happened and wanting to figure out. Like I knew what the the creature looked like just from, you know, if you're on the internet, you're going to eventually see it. But I could I could definitely see like whenever it just came out in theaters that you're just like I really want to like know what this creature looks like. Um and I feel like the the ending battle though it was maybe a teeny tiny bit longer than I thought was necessary. It was like a nice buildup. Mm-hmm. So overall, a very satisfying movie. And if someone out there hasn't watched it yet, like me, I I think it's worth checking out. <laughs> so as I said before, I grew up with this movie. So the the nostalgia glasses so I are am strong and fully thick. aware. I am fully aware <laughs> that the nostalgia glasses are stuck on and super thick. <laughs> but I give it a nine. <laughs> For entertainment. I was like, if she gives it a 10, I'm going to lose my mind. But okay. No, it's not quite a 10, but I will watch it if given the opportunity. Like almost every time I I will choose that one. It is a really strong movie. It holds up even today. Some of the effects, like we said before, are a little dated, like the camouflage and the, the aliens laser weapon for lack of a better word um but the other effects are really good they use or they make good use of the ambient sounds around them of the jungle the characters are varied enough that you can tell them apart but you don't have that that one super annoying person that you just want to die and they're there the entire movie um they do have an asshole the one that got them into the situation in the first place. But he's still not, like, super unlikable. You can you can see why, like, the reasoning behind why he did the things he did and made those calls. Um, it's annoying or frustrating, but it's not... It's still understandable. And you don't hate him for it. Yeah, that tends to be with a lot of military movies where it's Mm -hmm. like you, I mean, sometimes they take it really extreme where you're like, oh, that doesn't even like make sense from a military standpoint. But from the, the, this movie standpoint, I felt like it was the, the best decision with what, what he had. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you can feel the frustration from Dutch too, when he finds out that he is not there for what he was told he was there for. And now he has to get out and no, they don't have backup. They are the only team. They are the rescue team. Like, Which I have there's to know no one coming. <laughs> how legal that is to do. Like, can you actually lie to? Well, I guess. No, I. OK, never. Mind. I feel like it probably happens all the time. <laughs> it's like I do remember. I think there were points in history where they would lie well, it's kind of like where uh, a lot of the times the military will make 
the the quote unquote enemy seem like a lot worse than they actually are because the military has to kind of forget that they're people so that way they don't yeah. go crazy with you know the acts that they're doing yeah um so maybe that it was kind of one of those situations where they felt that if they didn't know that or they if they thought that there were backup then they would be more uh have more uh what is it called motivation or or whatever to get the mission done i don't know so they initially thought that they were going in to rescue hostages essentially like high up the chain hostages and when they got there they did have a hostage or two i believe but they weren't the people that the cia or cia guy said that they were and uh they were also told that they were the first and only team that was sent in when there was a previous team Mm -hmm. so they weren't told the proper information they also weren't told about what they were actually doing the true mission which was um stopping this enemy force from attacking which is not what they're meant to do or trained to do they're supposed to be a rescue team they're not assassins and that's why dutch was so upset um but <laughs> they they also weren't told of the weaponry that the enemy had, which is kind of an important feature of the mission yeah. and being prepared for said mission. <laughs> so it was very frustrating for his team all around. And you can really feel that in his performance, especially, but also in his teams who clearly would follow him anywhere. <laughs> like it's a very tight knit group and you can really see that. And I love that. Um, you can see also the, the anguish when one of their team is killed because they're so tight knit, it hits each of them, but especially like particular members, if they were really close, you can tell in the different performances and how they cope with it as well. Um, I really liked the level of action in this movie. It keeps you engaged and the level of suspense in it where you don't know where, the predator's gonna pop up <laughs> or win. And the fact that they don't show it quite until closer to the end, I think really helped them, even though the effects are fairly dated. Um, I think that really helps. And a lot of movies nowadays could use a bit more of that. Because again, we've said it before, but I'll say it again. The less you see of the monster, especially in like a creature feature type movie like this, the better. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of wish, I mean, you know, I don't know what their their plan was or their thoughts were, but it would have been cool if they had leaned more towards, like, the, the Jaws type of thing, mm-hmm. where it's like, uh, you could see through the, the Predator's, like, eyes, rather than being like, oh, look at the camo, they could, he, they could be anywhere. It's like, I think it'd be creepier to, like see the camera like poke through the leaves at the men and then have like no idea and like keep their conversation um but that's yeah me. i feel like if they took out the camo and just made it to where the you had to use the forest around the predator to figure out where it was so like if it brushed against a tree branch and leaves moved and all Ooh. and there was nothing there or if it shoved over a bush or things like that. 
I think that would have been really scary. Yeah, because really then you're freaky. like, you're like, is it an animal? Is it a person? <laughs> that would be creepy. And then just someone getting dragged off by seemingly nothing. Yeah. And that would have played into more of the the locals' stories of there's a demon in the forest and it makes trophies of men. Yeah. So you can't see it unless the the suit gets damaged, the technology gets damaged. I feel like they could have kept that part in when he went into the water and it damaged his tech and the camo stopped. They could have kept that part in, yeah. but just take out the the weirdness of the camo. Yeah. I feel like that would have done a little bit better. Like them just hopping from tree to tree and you can like yeah. see it. Yeah. I mean, you can even keep the glowing eyes now and then. Yeah. When he like activates his weapon or something, just keep the glowing eyes so you can catch a glimpse of it. But otherwise, just have nothing there and have the branch move. Or leaves that rustle and all. That would have been super freaky. It's freaking brilliant. <laughs> yeah, and that would probably save them some uh, oh, it would have. special effects. Yeah, <laughs> probably would have. <laughs> um, but overall, again, it's it's a very enjoyable movie. Um, it I can't say enough good things about it. Honestly, <laughs> like even the like the blood and gore effects are good and better than a lot of movies we've seen lately. So. That's what I got for entertainment. <laughs> uh, oh, man. So for realism. So, man, I kind of almost take back what I said about the the commander making like a, a solid like military decision. Because I'm like, well, if it's only a rescue team and they're not trained for that, they don't. That doesn't seem like that would be the best choice to send someone unprepared and uninformed into that type of situation. Again, I can see it happening because they're supposed to be the best kind of strike team for rescue missions. Yeah. But instead of rescuing people, they were rescuing intel. Yeah. Like they were extracting intel. Yeah. I guess on intel, you wouldn't want to necessarily give them all of the facts because... Uh, it's, it's need to know. Yeah. Well, okay. So, so that kind of makes it a little bit shaky for me. Just a little bit. Like, it's like, I, I see where you're coming from, but I'm like, mm, I feel like maybe there were a few other options that they could have tried. Um, also, the one thing that like frustrated me the most, which that the predator ended up doing ironically towards the end, was whenever they know that something was like moving, the they the group just shot into the forest, just unloaded. Like th there was at least one of them that shot all of their bullets. Uh, just why? Like for <laughs> you are literally wasting the one thing that you have to solidly protect yourself. Like, why would you waste that resource? It is not a renewable resource. Like, once you're out, you are out and you're just stuck in the woods and just good luck or stuck in the jungle. <sighs> but um, it's funny that you mentioned about the effects because I will say that the one thing, and 
I just had to take this away from the realism. But the one thing that I'm like, oh, I totally know that's fake, is I forgot his name, but the guy standing on the log, and he has yes. a knife, and whenever he goes to quote-unquote cut himself, the Billy. knife already has the the blood painted on it and you and the guy's just like wiping it on his chest to make it look like a wound and but it's like even with that aside the wound itself it's like you know it just has red paint like there's no um there's no cut or incision or anything like that so points off (laughs) yeah but um i did find it a little bit cool though questionable how possible this is that the predator's blood was like a glowy green like that's kind of a cool effect but i thought it was cool i didn't count off for it because it's an extraterrestrial so well but it's like (laughs) we know enough nowadays that we understand that well okay with our limited knowledge of outer space we understand that the variment of life, as far as like the shapes, sizes, and stuff, that is vast and you know up in the air of what the possibilities are. But as far as like the the building blocks for life and what would need in like the blood and stuff like that, like that seems to be pretty fairly concrete knowledge that it has to follow what we have on Earth. Uh, because all of the other planets that have the possibility of life also have the same building blocks that Earth has. Um, so that's all. It's like, it kind of looks like their blood has like uranium in it. And I'm like, like, no, maybe one offshoot of a living creature might be able to have that. But I just questioned the reality of that. But as far as my rating for realism. It's hard, isn't it? <laughs> I'm just going to throw out a three. <laughs> like it's really not that unrealistic but it's not like it's super realistic either it's just kind of in the middle like i can't give it a five or a four that's just like too lenient and too like oh yeah this is totally possible but um but it, it wasn't like it was like they're just throwing throwing stuff you know that was completely implausible but anyways that's all i got (laughs) so i give it a three as well i think that's fair what a quinky dink (laughs) (laughs) i do think that's fair um but i have a few things to add um for the blood i again didn't count off for that because i took it more as a bioluminescence Mm. so which we do have here yeah. And there are, I think, a couple different creatures that have, like, a different shade of blood. So, instead of red. So, yeah, the, um, the shelled creatures. Uh, crustaceans. There, there's a, a an animal that I think that's in the crustacean family that has blue blood. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, who's to say that aliens don't have green blood? And it just happens to be bioluminescent as well. So... I didn't count off for that, um, but I do count off for a few other things, like a mess up that I noticed um, shortly after they they got the girl hostage, like their hostage that they're going to try to get information out of. Um, 
in one scene, she wasn't actually zip tied. She just held her wrists together, and you could see the loop of the zip tie dangling in front of her wrist. I didn't notice that. <laughs> and then in the next scene, it was actually zip tied, like it was around both wrists. Oopsie poopsie. Yeah, so they kind of missed that. Um, I I don't see how when they did shoot into the forest, why all of them felt the need to waste all of their ammo in enemy territory and just, you know, completely display to the entire world your position. When they were getting onto the CIA guy for giving away their position before. Yes, even before they're like, you need to be quiet. (laughs) And granted, that was just before they attacked the other enemy base. And that enemy base is now destroyed. But who's to say there aren't other patrols in the area or another base nearby? Yeah. So, or, you know, flybys. Like, there's so many other scenarios where you don't want to give away your position. Or if you do have to shoot, because I can see them shooting at least a little bit after someone that just killed one of their team. Yeah. Um, not emptying all of their clips. <laughs> yeah. When clearly it's doing nothing. <laughs> you know, it would be kind of interesting to have someone who has actually served in the military, like, review this movie and let yeah. us know, like, how accurate what they're doing is. Definitely. I also don't see it because earlier in the movie, while they were trying to make their way to the enemy camp, mm-hmm. they found that other team that had been skinned and hung from a tree and they found shell casings everywhere and not just in one particular direction they were shooting all over so if they already know that's the kind of scenario like they don't know where the thing is or anything like that why would you waste almost all of your ammo doing the same exact thing when that other team got themselves killed skinned and hung from a tree I I just feel like it doesn't make that much sense from a military standpoint, but I'm a civilian, so I could be wrong. I hope they died before they got skinned because, oh. Most likely. The Predator does have honor, and it does show it in a few different scenes. Like at the very end when, um, when Dutch has hurt it a couple of times, it, and it knows that Dutch doesn't have another projectile weapon. Um, it drops its weapons and removes its helmet. Like, we're going to go mano a mano. Yeah, that was something that I didn't Mm -hmm. know about the Predator that kind of surprised me. I thought that was kind of a cool concept that they Mm -hmm. thought of. Like, this isn't just, like, an intelligent killing machine. Like, it's almost like a uh, a right to passage type of thing. Mm -hmm. And they do, I believe, explain it a bit more in the later movies. But in this movie, you can tell that while it is hunting for sport, it doesn't do it completely randomly. Like, it it has some dignity, some honor, some rules that it abides by. It doesn't attack the woman who doesn't have a weapon and who has her hands bound. (laughs) Yeah, I thought that was a cool idea. Yeah, if they can't fight back... He doesn't go for them. He goes for the people that can defend themselves that have weapons. Yeah, which in a lot of ways makes the Predator less... uh, Horrible? Yeah, less evil. (laughs) Less evil, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, he's a hunter, so. <laughs> um, I also don't understand the the predator's suit and tech doesn't cover all of them, and he does get clipped by at least one of their bullets because he bleeds throughout the forest. They've seen the bioluminescent green everywhere. So how, when they emptied like four or five guns, one of them a giant machine gun, did he not get riddled with holes? Or at least have more than just the clip yeah. on a leg <laughs> in multiple uh, scenes. Like, it wasn't just once that they emptied their clip of whatever gun they were holding into the forest. So it just didn't make that much sense why the Predator wasn't more damaged before. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a little surprised that they didn't encounter any other enemy troops during this. I know it was all in the span of, like, two days. <laughs> but I still feel like there would have been patrols in the area, especially the way they were talking. It sounded like it was supposed to be a more heavily guarded border area. So it just... With them shooting and firing everywhere and giving away their yes. position every five minutes, <laughs> they didn't encounter any other ambushes or anything. Yeah, because I, I don't know if the jungle would be considered a part of this, but I have heard, like, depending where you shoot a gun, the sound of it will travel farther in different environments. It's like, on the one hand, I'm like, well, maybe a forest, the dirt and stuff would like, and the trees would like absorb the sound and make it not travel as far. But on the other hand, I'm like, well, maybe that would almost like tunnel it and help it like travel faster or more. It farther. might help dampen it for the gunfire but they also set off some grenades yeah and they blew up a lot in the enemy they did there was a lot of explosions it was fun fun to watch but that was a lot of explosions yeah so i just feel like there could have been an extra element of like if they walked into an ambush and they were fighting them and then the predator decided to get in on the action and took out some on either side and now everybody's like, what's going on? That'd be cool, because then they could almost, like, have to band together, despite being enemies, to, like, stand against, like, this one, like, terrifying enemy. Either that, or they would call a ceasefire. Yeah. Until the thing is killed. Yeah. I like. Oh, that'd be a cool idea. I like it. Or if the enemy had heard rumors of it from like the locals or if they were locals and saw what was going on and they just like noped out. <laughs> like, no, y'all are on your own. <laughs> uh, and noped up, like dropped their guns and noped. Yeah. Oh, that's a cool <laughs> idea. So I think that would have been nice and would have added an extra element to it. Um, I do also wish that they were a bit more consistent with the Predator's weapon his laser gun because in one scene he blows a giant gaping hole through the chest of one of the big dudes like there's a huge it almost looks like a cannonball went through him let's be honest yeah and then in another dude it rips his arm off completely which again the effects on that like the gore itself was great <laughs> um but then he fires this weapon at dutch 
And while he did aim for the gun and hit said gun, it only gave Dutch like a minor, very, very minor flesh wound Mm -hmm. and knocked him back. Yeah. So I know he has plot armor, but... (laughs) But that doesn't excuse the fact that it was supposed to make a giant gaping hole in others, but gives him minor, very, very minor burns and just a little bit of blood. I wonder like if there's they no can, visible wound. Like change the the destructiveness of the laser. But why would he? Yeah. He had no reason to. Yeah. Even fair. if he did have that ability, he had no reason to whatsoever. Like he was out there to kill each of them just because and get trophies from them yeah so why would he hold back just for him yeah that's fair (laughs) so there are just little things like that they're mostly nitpicky things but they just kind of take you out of the immersion a little bit but it doesn't quite hinder the the entertainment of the movie itself like many others do for me so that's what i have (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, overall, I think that it's safe to say that we both recommend that you go watch it if you haven't watched it. If you haven't already, where have you been? I know she was sheltered, but come on. Come on. Like, <laughs> not everybody is into those types of movies or, or... This is like an old school creature feature type movie with action and explosions. <laughs> Yes, but some <laughs> parents aren't into that. And so whenever, you know, it's like it, you have to leave it to once you're an adult. And I know like for me, I'm sure other people, it's like once you're an adult and you're like, oh, yeah, I've heard about these classics. You're like, well, if I haven't watched them now, then, you know, do I even bother? And I mean, there are <laughs> some classics that I did watch after hitting adulthood, like a child's play. Um Actually, probably the majority of the classics, The the Shining, yeah. um, The Thing, all of those I watched after I was already an adult. I did That's not grow right. up with those. I forgot you hadn't seen The Thing until I showed it to you. Yep. I forgot about that. Yep. So if you did not grow up with this movie, no shame. I did not either. So just wanted to throw that out there. Um, but anyways. <laughs> but definitely go watch it. It's worth it. <laughs> Yes, it is a fun one. I think yes. that uh, most people uh, that are into these types of movies will enjoy it. Um, but thank you so much for joining us today. And we would love to hear your comments on what you thought of the movie. Uh, if you'd like to recommend a movie, game, or tea and keep up to date with our content, you can find us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, TikTok and those places you listen to podcasts. For some TikTok, that's kind of a hard one to say. <laughs> and if you'd like to support the podcast, please subscribe, like, and share our content. We also have a Teespring and a PayPal donate button available if you'd like to support us monetarily. Our Plum Deluxe affiliate link will also be down below. Again, it does not affect the price of the tea. It just helps the podcast a little bit and helps us continue to do what we love. And you can find all of the sites mentioned down below. But until the next time, guys, stay safe and stay spoopy. Bye. Bye.